Hey, Mike, guess what? What? Mike, raging rivers, hungry bears, drastic avalanches, roaring seas. No matter how prepared you are, a walk in the woods can go from innocent to disaster in the blink of an eye. Yeah. When pushed to their breaking point, humans are capable of astonishing things, things that you would never thought of possible. Yeah. Listen to In the Wild as they explore the most heroic, terrifying, and phenomenal stories of real people who survived the unsurvivable. Learn what went wrong, what went right, and how you can make it out alive if the worst case ever happened to you. In the Wild podcast reviews on Apple include Love Your Podcast from Laura. It's scary how relentless nature can be. I always enjoy this podcast at work. It keeps me on the edge of my seat. Or how about we go with Hiker0001. Uh, good stories and good narration. I like when there are sound effects that add to the ambience of the story. In the Wild podcast on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get your podcast downloads. Broadcasting across the nation from the East Coast to the West. Keeping you up to date on technology while enjoying a little whiskey on the side. With leading edge topics along with special guests to navigate technology in a segmented stylized radio program. The information that will make you go hmm. Pull up a seat, raise a glass with our hosts as we spend the next hour talking about technology for the common person. Welcome to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Welcome to Tech Time with Nathan Mum, the show that makes you go, hmm, technology news of the week. The show for the everyday person talking about technology, broadcasting across the nation with insightful segments on subjects weeks ahead of the mainstream media. We welcome our radio audience of 35 million listeners to an hour of insightful technology news. Each week, our show covers the weekly top technology subjects without any political agenda. We verify the facts, and we do it with a sense of humor in less than 60 minutes. And of course, with a little whiskey on the side. I'm Nathan Mum. Welcome to our show today. We live stream during our show on five of the most popular platforms, including YouTube, Twitch.tv, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We encourage you to watch us live or visit us online at techtimeradio.com. Tweet us during the show at hashtag techtimeradio, and we'll do our best to respond to the tweets on the air live. If you enjoy the show, we always would like to get a, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever podcast replay service you may be using. I'm your host, a technologist with over 30 years of technology expertise, Working for Fortune 500 companies across the country, my co-host here, Mike Gorday, is an award-winning author, originally from Arizona. Mike's a human behavior expert living in the Seattle area with a master's degree in forensic psychology. Mike is here to keep me from geeking out while providing insight into human behavior and how it interacts with technology. We are two friends from different backgrounds, but bring the best technology show possible every week for our family, friends, and fans to enjoy. Welcome, everyone. Let's start today's show. Now on today's show. Today on Tech Time with Nathan Mum, the Google Bard launch was a huge failure, big failure. We're going to be talking about it. It cost the company not only money, but a black eye in the race for Search 2.0. Really? Uh, I'll tell you this. Yeah, you Microsoft won. Google negative one. So they didn't even do a zero. Right, I don't know if I can believe you. Oh, well, we're going to be talking you're about like, that. You're like the hero of, of Microsoft. Well, uh, you know what? I don't have to say it. We'll have a couple other news sources that will tell you all about this, okay. too. Okay. Now, Valentine's Day scams and how to avoid them. You're going to be talking about that, Mr. Gorday, a little bit, because this is the time where people get uh, 
hooked up for Valentine's Day scams. Have you ever had one come across your 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 email or or your a Valentine's Day scam? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Okay, well we'll be talking. I, about I know that. I know that when I was actively dating previously, yeah, there was always scammers. Well, then we're going to talk specifically about Valentine's Day and how people target people specifically today. And then Amazon still wants to own the grocery store market. I don't quite get that. They did buy Amazon Whole Foods. wants to own everything. They why, do. Why, why, why so they've is been that struggling. They've been struggling with this, and now all of a sudden they still want to continue to invest and invest. And it's kind of one of those things. Are I guess if you invest so invest much, in? well, we'll be talking about that too. And guess what? Today you will get to listen to our Chat GPT Valentine's Day's poems see? randomly see, insert. I'm telling you into the show. That's right, Chat GPT. I already know about the one we made for Bard. <laughs> so we got a couple that we're going to be talking about. These are all created by Chat GPT. Uh, what a simple way to create a Valentine's Day greeting. Forget the the Hallmark cards nowadays. All you got to do is use Chat GPT, and you're good mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, sure. All right. Then we also have Gwenway in our studio because it is gadgets and gear. She has though a fantastic segment. Discussing a vital software initiative. It's something I think you and her are going to talk about a little bit. So that'll be exciting. And aircraft, tactical aircraft flown for 17 hours on AI. How do you feel about your uh, aircraft to protect your country flying on artificial intelligence? No comment. <laughs> In addition, we have our standard features, including Mike's mesmerizing moment this week in technology and a possible Nathan Nugget. As always, we have our pick of the day whiskey tasting during the commercials to see if our selected whiskey pick gets zero, one or two thumbs up at the end of the show. So sit back, raise a glass and welcome to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. Now it's time for the latest headlines in the world of technology. Here are our top technology stories of the week. All right, story number one, the Google Bard launch was a big failure. Since the official event, Google employees have taken to their own internal forum, which is called MemeGen, to slam the CEO and company for its widely criticized launch handling of their AI. This is supposed to have competed with Microsoft's ChatGPT. All of this info that I have comes from a CNBC reporter who claims to have viewed the internal messages. And according to what the report states, staffers are describing the Bard announcement as botched, rushed, and ungoogly. I don't know exactly what googly means, but probably not cool. Is that what they're probably saying? Ungoogly? Yeah. I don't know what ungoogly means. Well, Google it. Google it. Google is like a... Like a descriptor nowadays, yeah, right? So, Google so, it. But it was ungoogly. It's ungoogly. Okay, there so you go. So it doesn't fit with the Google. It doesn't, well, it didn't fit at all. So or eyes, I, apparently. Yeah, that's, you know, that's Google, They don't have googly eyes. Never mind, Google go eyes. ahead. All right, so Keep we have on. the condensed audio from the CNC, CNBC report to talk about right now. Fallout from Bard's blunder. Google employees criticizing their own company on an internal forum after shares fell nearly 10% this week. Messages and memes describing uh, the effort as rushed, botched, and comically short-sighted. Let's bring in CNBC's Jennifer Elias, who broke the story about this employee dissent. And Jennifer, I I guess um, the question is, is this a new wave of dissatisfaction? Is this particularly targeted at this uh, kind of fumbled effort this week? I would say because of the short span of time between the BART announcement and the fumble with that, and then the layoffs announced abruptly last month, that's sort of a... uh, creating this um, compounded reaction from employees who 
are really feeling dissatisfied, um, embarrassed a little bit by the recent Bard fumble, and uh, just really calling out CEO Sundar, Sundar Pichai, saying, how is this keeping focused? You know, this is seeming like a, a rushed reaction to what Microsoft is doing with ChatGPT. So they sort of felt like it was a little bit of a backtrack from that as well. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's all fair. And I guess, uh, look, uh, the culture there is, is one where, you know, employees have a voice. And I guess this has uh, got a hard edge to it. All right. So let's actually talk about what happened. So Google did their big press announcement, right? They come yep. on out with Bard and they actually put in a live demo for the chat itself. So what actually went wrong in the public demo was they asked a question regarding the discoveries of the James Webb uh, Space Telescope. And we've talked about that uh, on our show many a times, right? Mm -hmm. So we mm -hmm. talked about it. Uh, in the video, it said, what new discoveries from the James Webb Space Telescope can I tell my nine-year-old about? And it quickly responded with two correct answers. However, its final response was inaccurate and had nothing to do with the telescope itself. Uh, immediately... This hits the Twitter-verse when this is happening, right? So Google continues yes. on with their demo. They had this as a part of their demo. They thought everything was fine. They had no one do any fact-checking. News to make... at the speed of thumbs. Yeah, and essentially it comes on out, and oh, my word, they had people drop. They had people uh, no longer talk about the device itself. It is clear right now Google and Microsoft are locked in a race to dominate the AI chatbot market but Google needs to work on its launch plans. And next time, make sure if you're bringing out an AI with a question, you may want to ask it something that you verify the facts it will return before you do a live presentation. Maybe I should ask it if it recommends chat GPT. Well, we're going to be talking, you know, I, I, I did. Oh, we already know. I, okay, we already there we go. Know. All right. Story number two there, Mike. Okay. Well, everybody knows it's Valentine's Day and whether you like it or you hate it, you got to be careful if you're out there using your uh, platforms because this is the time where a lot of online scams occur. Okay. So got to be careful. So if you're looking at the, looking at those nice pictures of females, males, or whatever, whatever your particular, particular attractant is. Yeah. Uh, you, Better be careful because experts warn that this is the peak season for online romance scams. Okay, makes sense. Uh, which accounts for a staggering $1.3 billion in losses last year. Wow. Uh, the pandemic and our increasingly digital lives mean anyone feeling particularly lonely this season could make for a potential target. And that's primarily why this happens at this time of the year, because uh, despite what logic goes into the whole valentine's day thing yeah you know you're gonna call it a uh hallmark holiday. holiday you know whatever but we have it's 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 the same problem that we have with christmas and and thanksgiving there's there's this sort of uh psychological psychology to it okay right so it starts with what looks like an innocent message through social media uh, they introduce themselves as a woman in a war-torn country or a man working on an oil rig in the middle of nowhere, uh, someone who's never actually accessible. So that's kind of the key. Oh, isn't that Yeah, but, a... I mean, this is, a, this is not a new one. Okay. I used to get these all the time. All right. Uh, not just in the recent past, but in the far past at the advent of 
The internet? The internet. Okay. Right? So there's always an excuse why they can't meet you in person. It's baked into the identity they take it on. The one that I always get was I was a nurse. I was a nurse. And I'm stranded in, like, some country in, in South America or Africa. Okay. Right? Eventually, the scammer will ask for money, often playing with their Mark's heart to get them to send them cash. And a lot of times they'll ask for, nowadays, they'll ask for prepaid Walmart cards and or stuff Google like cards, that. Or right? Google cards, right? Or Google cards. Yeah, know? okay. So they might not, they might say they need to escape a dangerous situation or just to buy a plane ticket to visit. Uh, once they've got the money, of course, yep. uh, the scammer the scammer is left holding the bag without their their date. What? The dollars just disappear. Uh Stick to your dating app. Most dating apps don't like scammers. It's bad for their reputation. Uh, some of these folks have said, be aware that if someone wants to move your communications to an outside messaging app like WhatsApp or Signal. Don't do it. So stay, in, stay well, in the app itself, right? I, no, I wouldn't say don't do it. Just be aware. Just be, be wary. wary. Okay. It it really it follows it follows a very predictable route. Okay. And they, they'll they'll... And really, the the more intimate details that you share with people, the more leverage they can get on you. Okay. Okay. So never give money to anybody you've met only online. Okay. That makes sense. If someone you've never met in person asks you for money or to travel to the U.S. to see you or to pay for medical care, whatever it is, uh, you should regard that as a scam. Okay. Because that's what it is. All right. Because I don't know how many times I've been in a dire situation and I've looked online and found a random person on Facebook and be like, hey, can you rescue me? From <laughs> that just doesn't happen? That that doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen. But what happens in this in this little cycle is that we start to we start to have feelings involved, yeah. especially if we're very lonely and we're feeling all the pressure that that a holidays create Hallmark, a Hallmark holiday creates. Yeah. Uh and we and we will risk it. $1.3 billion. $1.3 billion worth of risk. That wow. That is the price of loneliness on Valentine's Day. Okay. All right. Now, well, there should, you go. Should you also give your uh, cryptocurrency keys away? You should give them anything they want. They <laughs> Actually, just, uh, although just, I, nowadays, hey, I guess you could give your cryptocurrency keys away because they're send not Send it to anything. them. I, I used to get, I used to get, I, I kept, I kept some, I, I used to play back and I kept someone on for three days. Really? Texting them and telling them, I told them I would send them ten thousand dollars, and they were like, "No, we just want, I just want twelve hundred bucks." Just twelve hundred like, bucks. Are you sure? Because I can totally. It was. It was. What What ended up happening on that then? Uh, they finally cussed me out and left. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. do that. That's when the scammers usually, call me usually, on the phone for what, these usually things. Usually, what I do is I let them play around a little bit, and then I start calling them out, and then they just disappear. They just disappear. Yeah. All right. All right, story number three, Amazon plans to eventually go big on physical grocery stores. Uh, Amazon bought Whole Foods in 2017 for $13.7 billion, but the company is far from dominating the grocery market like it has so many other sectors. Despite pumping the brakes on some growth plans and recently saying that it will lay off more than 1,800 people, Amazon is still looking to expand its empire. The company intends to go big on its brick-and-mortar grocery stores business, CEO Andy Jassy told the Financial Times. Amazon bought Whole Foods in 2017 for $13.7 billion, but the company really wants to focus on the physical store division, 
which accounts for only 3.4% of the overall business it has currently right now. Uh, We're just at the early stages, Jassy told the Financial Times. We're hopeful that in 2023, we will have a format that we will want to go big on, on the physical side. We have a history of doing a lot of experimental items and then doing things quickly. And if we can find something that we like, doubling down on it, which we intend to do. What is this? What is this? Expanding Whole Foods? Well, so it's Or is it like buying up other things like Safeways and... Kroger's Kroger's and and all these other... I think it... I don't think it's expanding Whole Foods. I think Whole Foods is their niche market they have for this high-end stuff. I think it's going for one of these big players out there. (laughs) Whole Foods is the same stuff you get at every other market. It just costs... (laughs) Your whole paycheck. That's what our friends called it. Whole paycheck. Whole paycheck. You go there, your whole paycheck's gone. All right. Well... We will see if uh, Amazon has its uh, way. They do have the logistics in place to distribute across the nation uh, with their delivery services that they use peak performances during yeah, Christmas. They have, they have huge yachts. They can just they can just travel <laughs> well, around. And what they're saying maybe, is maybe they, maybe they can take over an oil rig and turn that into a gigantic rest, or rest, uh, or grocery, grocery store. store. Well, yeah. they, they they believe that they can take their logistics, which is what they're most significantly proud about. And make it into the grocery store channel. They're going to buy Walmart. Uh, oh, I don't know. Walmart's got a lot of money. That would be a pretty big buy there, wouldn't yeah. it? Uh, well, Walmart Walmart has the logistics that, that they, that they, they uh, need. Okay, there you go. All right. Well, that ends our top stories of the week. Coming up, we have gadgets and gear with Gwen Way. You do not want to miss this segment. Plus, our chat GPT Valentine rhymes will be right after this commercial break. Yay. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Hey, Mike, I'm looking for some help writing our blog post for Tech Time Radio. Uh, well, you should try Phosphor AI. It's an online service that will save you hours of work with your content creation. Simply type in your title and their AI software will get to work writing a high-quality original article for you. You'll need to review the article and take 15 to 20 minutes to make necessary edits before publishing. But you'll get free articles just for signing up so you can try out the service and see how it works for you. How many articles do I get free? I, I already said you get three free articles. You should listen when I'm talking to you. Phosphor AI pricing is very reasonable for the quality of content that you'll get. Why waste time writing the content yourself when you get Phosphor AI to do it for you? Visit them online today at Phosphor AI. Again, that's P-H-O-S-P-H-O-R-A-I.com. Welcome back to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. Tech Time is a weekly hour technology show that talks about current technology in a simple format without having to geek out. Brought to you by myself, Nathan Mum, and Microday. Well, right now, before we get into our whiskey review, we have Mike, we have <coughs> Mike and Mark in studio. We have Gwen on the video, but we're going to start off with our Chat GPT poem for Valentine's Day. Yay! This I asked Chat GPT to write a sarcastic. Poem. That's our first one we're starting out with. Mm-hmm. And here's what they said. Roses are red and violets are blue. I don't really care and neither should you. This holiday's a joke, a marketing scheme to make us buy chocolates and flowers so pristine. Let's pretend we're in love just for today and ignore the fact that love fades away. Why waste time on gifts and cheesy dates when you could be binging Netflix shows until late? So here's a Valentine's poem full of snark. And if you take it seriously, 
That's Jess Stark. Let's skip the romance and just be friends and hope this holiday quickly ends. Now, come on. ChatGPT is at least worth a little bit of a laugh for that, that poem there. That's yeah. Got, that's I, got I some think rhythm. The most, I think the most fun we had is it telling you you, you couldn't get all the dirty stuff you wanted. <laughs> wow. Hey, <laughs> hang on. I, I, let me just tell you, I still have the uh, upcoming, I have a short uh, poem to an ex that you work with in South Park, uh, Cartman's voice. So we still got that coming up. Oh, so great. We, so we got awesome. some other stuff. All right. Well, now we just had our first whiskey <coughs> tasting during the break. Now let me tell you that we have Mark in studio. Tell us what we are sipping for our pick of the day. I was going to, but if we're just friends, I'm taking my bottle of whiskey and going home to watch Netflix. <laughs> well, you know, we convinced the late. Roses well, are red, violets are blue. <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> really care, and neither should you. <laughs> Wow. Well, I had seen that you recently passed 25,000 subscribers on YouTube, so yes. I wanted to bring in a nice bottle for you here. Well, thank you. So, so this is Calumet Farm 16-year bourbon. It's a single rack black citation. It's uh, straight bourbon, non-age dated, 106 proof, and it's roughly about $150 a bottle. $150 Wow, $150. That is wow. something that's never going to appear on your shelf. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I just That's just like seven bottles of other whiskey that I would have. That's on why it's never going to appear on your shelf. All right. So this had a little bit of a, it had a, a, a little bit of a burn. Tell us a little bit it's more about a long this. burn. This well, is... well, let me say, according to Calumet Farms' website, Calumet Farms' 16-year-old bourbon is one of the newest offerings called Citation from their stables of the single-rack black bourbon line. Its bold tastes and flavors are matched perfectly well with a balanced finish. Notes of saturated oak and a warm rye spice open the palate, allowing the flavors of cherry, dark fruit, and baking spice to present fully. Fresh baked bread, toasted toffee, and a light cornmeal dryness rounds out the rich flavors. All right. Well, it does have a rich flavor. It does it's have a rich long burn, though. It does have a long burn. Mine's still burning. Is yours still burning, too? No. Uh, mine is still burning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you know, it's 100, how, 160 proof? No, no, no. 108. 106. 106. Okay. All right. 106. I, I am feeling it a little bit, though, already. So the proof isn't very high. You're probably getting a little bit of the rye. Are and you since serious? It's, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, that's yeah. Really since good. it's 16 years old, you're getting a lot of the oak influence. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. All right. Now that we got our whiskey out of the way, let's get our next segment ready to go. Gadgets and gear with our producer, Gwen Way. What's new in our gadgets and gear? All right, Gwen, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much. As always, I am happy to be here. And we're happy to have you on too. Now you got a big announcement, right? So your your company just made a big announcement yesterday, or was it a exactly. couple a couple days ago? So why don't you tell us about your announcement? For people that don't know, you work for a cybersecurity company. That is right. Longtime listeners probably remember that I work for a company called Act Zero uh, that focuses on using AI and machine learning to increase cybersecurity. Well, we just released a new platform that has blown away the numbers of other companies, our competitors. That's good. We uh, like you to be the winner. So you're the winner and they're the losers. I like that. Exactly, exactly. I, I'm sure you know that ransomware is ever-evolving. They've gotten to the point where they can actually achieve a breakout, uh, which is basically a takeover of a company's network uh, in about 43 minutes. 
were we are actually able to eradicate that ransomware attack within 17 so long before it actually can take hold okay so when so when essentially what happens is when a malware goes on out into an environment it takes a while to propagate so it's got to go from yeah. one server to another server to another server and the idea is that you want to be the first person that you can to stop it or you want to stop it as quick as possible well, this is then, digital penicillin is it that's is exactly and so if you, much, and yeah. if you can stop it the uh, quicker you stop it the less effect it will have and so your company can stop it on an average attack where most will take what is it is it the average like seven minutes or what's the average out there right now the the average right now is 98 minutes 98 minutes that's industry average okay we stop it in 17 Seventeen minutes or seventeen seconds. Dun, dun, dun. Seventeen, seventeen minutes. minutes. Seventeen I minutes. Wish it was seventeen seconds. Okay, seventeen minutes. Soon we'll get there. Okay, seventeen minutes. So this is by far. Congratulations. Uh, I would not expect anything other than that. So all of our special guests we have Espinoza, we got Gwen, we got Phil. All of us are into the cybersecurity areas and different uh, different fields. But we are excited to have you tell us that information. Now we're also excited to have you talk about. This new Kickstarter. So tell me what it's about. I know you and Mike are probably going to have more to talk about this than I do. So that's going to be very interesting. So tell us about what did you find and what are we going to be talking about? So normally I come in here with, you know, the latest dog robot or a fun power cube or solar power or something like this. But for Valentine's Day, I wanted to come in with a little more sobriety something that i think a lot of people need to learn about okay uh it is an app called hera h-e-r-a that helps people who are in abusive relationships track the patterns of their abuse and share that information with trusted people if they feel comfortable doing so okay so tell us a little bit more about this and and where you found out about this and backers and, and everything like that. And then we'll go a little bit more into what the app does itself. Sure. So there's some basic statistics that we need to go over for this. Okay. Uh, obviously, domestic violence is a huge problem, not just in the United States, but around the world. In fact, one in four women and one in seven men have actually been victims of severe physical violence by an intimate partner. That is a horrible number. The number of women who have been killed by a current or former partner is nearly double the number of soldiers' lives that were lost in the war in Afghanistan and Iraq during an 11-year period. How about that sobering for Valentine's Day? Well, we we got the news, right? We were going to report the news and the information, so that's good that we're talking about this. All right. Exactly. So what's the what's the goal for this app? Where where can you find out more information about it? Is this a, a Kickstarter campaign? Where where is this at? It is. It's on Kickstarter. We've got about twenty three days to go. So until March tenth, uh, which gives you plenty of time to hop on. Right now there are only seven backers, which is tragic. I think this needs to be shouted out off the rooftop. So we need to get a lot more people involved and willing to help out with this. Well, uh, the, the basic support that you can give is about $13. You start out at 10 pounds. It's an English based product. Okay. Uh, so you start out at about 10 pounds, which is 13 to $15, depending on the day. 
you can pledge more. Uh, they actually have the ability to pledge 500 pounds, which is about $600. Okay. And for that, you get your name in the app. But far more important than that is just getting this app out there and available for the people who need it. How does it work? It gives you the opportunity to track types of violence. So you can track if you were, if they used violent words, if they actually used physical violence, if it was emotional manipulation, if they were being controlling you can take notes on what the exact behavior was when it took place so that you can track. There, there's kind of a cycle to abuse where the abuser does something horrible, then apologizes, yes. promises to do better, does better for a little bit of time, and then goes back to abuse. Yep. You can figure out that time frame and kind of know what to expect. And you can also pass that on to loved ones and either ask for help or have that available to them so they know what's happening. So if a loved one has this app, so, mm -hmm. and I did a lot, I did a bunch of research in this app itself. Mm -hmm. So a loved, a loved one can have the app and they can be a partner is what they, what they call it in the app itself. So if, if they're, let's say their sister or, or relative is being abused, that they would get the information itself. And so they can actually then, help build a case of abusive behavior instead of the one incident here and call the police or two incidents here and have that person be an accountability partner to the individual itself. All right. Exactly. So this, this is, this is essentially an online notepad where you're taking, where you're taking down abusive. Now I've got two questions and I don't know if you can answer them, but a, one of the, one of the hallmarks of, of an abusive relationship as the person that suffers the abuse often also denies the abuse. So they're in denial a lot of time. Yeah. And so they don't recognize when the abuse happens. So if they have to, if they're keying in their own, their own thing, how does this work? I don't know. I, I guess well, I'd have to ask Gwen, explain that a so little bit to us. There are two things that can be done. Uh, if it is the person who is being abused, keeping track of things, oftentimes, while well, they will deny the abuse externally, if you can convince them to just write it down and keep track of it, it becomes more clear to them that they are in an abusive relationship. Another thing that you can do is if you are the partner, you can track the the abuse and then show it to the person being abused so that they can see the cycle and start to internalize that this is happening to them. All right. Okay. All right. So so you can go to Kickstarter. You're going to look for the app is called um, HERA, H-E-R-A, Attracts Patterns of Abuse and Relationship. They have right now only uh, about 100 bucks or maybe 150 bucks that's been put in there. I know that I am going to contribute after the show today that I will be uh, kickstarting and backing them. So hopefully we can reach out to our radio audience. It does seem to be a, a valid app company that has published other apps out of the UK. So uh, I think this is absolutely something that it would be great to bring light to. I don't know if the app is going to be the end all of be all to, to this domestic problem that is out there. No. But I do believe that it can at least give some clarity and some... Um, what is it? Information to people to let them know that there are ways to ha have well, information my, tracked and, and be able to be more responsive in that. Well, my and my my help. assumption here is that uh, 
if somebody uses this app on a regular basis, it also can be provided as evidence for things like restraining orders and and things like exactly. that. Exactly. It, it sure can. It can be provided as evidence uh, for either the restraining order for court cases. Uh, if the abuser is prosecuted, this can be entered into evidence for that as well. It also gives a better understanding of the law explanations of the different laws in various areas and ways to connect to not only law enforcement, but also additional resources like uh, shelters and things of that shelters. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yep. All right, Gwen. Well, this is a, a great thing to be bringing up uh, for our gadgets and gear. So we really appreciate this. I know that uh, Valentine's day, uh, we're going to be kind of going up and down. we got some Valentine's, yeah. Uh, items, but this is a key item and this app just came on out. So it just so happened to coincide with Valentine's day. And we thought it was a good thing to bring up and talk about immediately once we saw it for our show. So. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. All right, Gwen, thank you very much. We'll see you uh, next Monday at the production meeting. Sounds good. Thank you all. Thank you very much. We're going to head out Bye. to a commercial break. Still on the show. We have Mike's mesmerizing moment, technology fail of the week and this week in technology. You're listening to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. We'll see you after the break. This is Mark and Greg for Copiers Northwest with a terrific offer called Printer Care Plus. It's simple. Buy HP printer cartridges from Copiers Northwest and we'll service your current printers for free. That sounds too good to be true. It's made possible due to our HP Copiers Northwest relationship. Copiers Northwest is an HP Platinum partner. One of only two in the entire Northwest. And now with Printer Care Plus, Copiers Northwest will provide free printer service as long as they purchase genuine HP cartridges from Copiers Northwest. That's right. IT departments no longer have to service printers. Or fix paper jams with Printer Care Plus. They can focus on more strategic initiatives. And let our experienced technicians keep their HP printers up and running. Sounds like a love-love relationship for IT departments. Don't get too carried away. So how do they get more details on Printer Care Plus? Call Copiers Northwest today, 206-282-1200, or visit copiersnw.com. Copiers Northwest. New ideas, new solutions. And now, let's look back at this week in technology. All right, we go back to February 12, 2001. The near Shoemaker spacecraft touches down on the saddle region of asteroid 433 Euros, becoming the first spacecraft to land on an asteroid. The mission's primary goal was to study the near-Earth asteroid for approximately one year. Euros is an S-type that's, asteroid. Eros. 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 Did I say Euros? You said Euros. Oh, sorry. Eros. Eros. Which, which, you know what Eros means? What's that? Love. Oh, does it mean love? Yeah. I did not know. Okay, How I about that? that? Valentine's there Day you for you, buddy. Eros uh, is an S-type asteroid, the second largest near-Earth asteroid. The mission ended with a touchdown in Eros, saddle region, on February 12, 2001. Scientists claim that the mission's ultimate goal was to link arrows to meteorites recovered on Earth. With sufficient data on chemical composition, a casual link could be established between arrows and the other S-type asteroids. And those meteorites believed to be pieces of the <coughs> S-type asteroid, perhaps arrows itself. Near did not prove or disprove this link to the satisfaction of scientists. They were not, be able, they were not able to... 
say yes or no if those were actually the same no, pieces. No, but it happened in 2001, so I feel like we need the Blue Danube Waltz to be playing yeah, in the background. Yeah, you need to redo it again and with today's technology and see what would happen, right? Because there could be there could be a, a lot more advanced technology now. Well, yeah, to do they, some of those testings. I mean, that's what that's what they were doing with Dart and things like that. We we've reported on a few things that have uh, been tested against newer items that have been around for, yep. for for quite a long time. Between December 1999 and February 2001, NIR used its gamma ray uh, spectrometer to detect gamma ray burst as part of the interplanetary network. The spacecraft was terminated, though, just after two weeks of landing on the asteroid. That was This Week in Technology. If you ever wanted to watch some Tech Time history with over two hours of video, podcast, and blog information, you can visit techtimeradio.com to watch our older shows or join the Tech Timers Facebook group to talk with us all live all the time, including Gwen, who she's on there, very active. We're going to take a commercial break now. When we return, we have Mark's (laughs) Mumbles Whiskey Review and our Technology Fail of the Week. We'll see you after the break. Tech Time Radio is brought to you today by Nutility, the platform that makes utility management seamless by selecting your service providers, splitting a single bill amongst roommates, and then shutting off your service when it's time for you to move out. Nutility reviews your preferences and sets up all the utilities for you. This provides you with the best local provider in your service area. It's much easier than splitting up your bills between roommates. No more late Larry not being able to get to you on time to make the payments, and no more Venmo charges or PayPal charges. One place to do your billing so that everybody pays on time. Now, how can you use this great service from Nutility, you ask? Aha. Well, you can absolutely get it now and get three months for free. That's correct. If you go to Nutility.com. Again, it kind of sounds like Utility, but it's Nutility.com. Use the tech code 3. And again, that's N-U-T-I-L-I-T-I.com. Get your first three months for free using the code TECH3. The segment we've been waiting all week for, Mark's Whiskey Mumble. I got to go to the end of the drum roll there. Yeah, I like that. There you go. Well, we all know today's Valentine's Day. Thank you for inviting me today to be with my Valentine, Nathan. Oh, no. Isn't that cute? What other day is it? Is there there another day out there? There is. I also wanted you to know that it's National Cream-Filled Chocolates Day, known as Truffles. And I brought some in for everyone as they make interesting pairings for bourbon, especially the one we have today. So I have both milk chocolate and dark chocolate. He brought candy. I brought candy for my Valentine. And and Mike and Cody. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Here you go. He can take one. Pass it Take down. Oh, look at this. So, so, so while you eat those and drink your whiskey, uh, let me tell you a little bit more about it. Okay. So Calumet Farm's 16-year bourbon Citation is a tribute to one of the greatest thoroughbreds in racing history. Citation would go on to capture the 1948 Triple Crown and be named Horse of the Year. By the end of his three-year-old session season, he had a total record of 27 victories and two second-place finishes out of 29 starts. Citation would go on winning and be the first major North American horse to amass a 16-race win streak. So you get it? 16 years bourbon, 16-year mm-hmm. race? Okay. okay, I get it. I just make sure you're paying attention. And he's the to top one million in a career. Earnings. Yeah, he caught that reference. <laughs> well, after listening to one of Mike's comments about liking whiskey with heavy oak yeah. on one of our past shows, I thought I had to bring in this bottle. 
Hopefully Mike will enjoy it. But if not, I will drink the rest. So <laughs> I found this whiskey was a bit tight and reserved when I first opened it. Had to let it sit on the shelf for a few months. But after letting it breathe and sit, this bourbon became my go-to drink through the wintertime. With its deep, dark, rich flavors that express themselves on many, many levels. It is expensive, about $150, but it is out there to find, and it's definitely worth sitting on your bar shelf if you have some extra dollars and you're not named Nathan Mum. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, now I'm going to, tr- I have not, uh, now I'm going to retaste the whiskey I after having I the chocolate. You, you already finished yours. Ooh, that tastes completely different now. Well, yeah, you got chocolate all in ooh, your mouth. I'm, I'm gonna, it's going to be tough for me to speak. Not that it's already That's tough for me to speak. That's probably a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just turn it over to Mike. That's right. Good show. There you go. <laughs> 10 out of 10. There you go. All right. Well, now we're going to thank you so much for being in the studio. I always enjoy when you come visit us in the studio. So I, I like to set up here with three people. One of these days, maybe we'll get four people. Uh, the, the more brains at the table, the more brawn in the, in the meat of the the stories that we talk about. You, you like working. You, mean, you didn't use chat GPT for that one, did you? <laughs> I didn't. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Mark. Now let's move on to our technology fail of the week. We are out of time. Congratulations. You're a failure. Oh. I failed. Did I? Yes. Did I? Yes. Did I? Yes. All right, well, this technology fail comes to us from the company called Google. Maybe we were talking a little bit about this earlier. Uh, Google's Bard AI bot made a mistake. And did you understand that that mistake wiped out $100 billion of share value for Google? Is that is that is that where the ten percent downturn occurred? That because, is cor- because everybody was like, "Oh, this is ungoogly." Absolutely. So uh, what happened when they uh, had incorrect information on their AI bot Bard? Essentially, the market went crazy, saying Google has no idea what they're doing in this AI market, and essentially a hundred billion dollars disappeared instantly. Google is searching <laughs> for ways to reassure people that it's still out in front of the race for the best artificial intelligent technology out there. The internet giant seems to be coming up, though, with all the wrong answers. An advert designed to show off its new AI bot showed that answering a query incorrect and share of the parent company Alphabet sank more than 8%, knocking off $100 billion of the firm's market value. You know and what that, that's a reflection of? What's that? Human behavior. Okay. Because they, because, they were dissatisfied, because, and so they said, because, hey. Yeah, because it... It create it created fear, so people started flipping out and selling stock. Okay, investors were also underwhelmed by the presentation. The presentation wasn't even good. So the presentation looked like a high school presentation. Hey, I got a new search engineer. Let me a, take a look at a, it. Did they have a trifold board? Uh, they could have. I mean, it was not good. It was, science so, fair project. So Microsoft threw their announcement like two days ahead of time, and they put some money behind it. Yeah, we it, talked it about it. We talked about it last week yeah. about how Google was. It was going to come out the day after. Like to freaking make the out! Oh, we got to get this done. We got to get this out. So they should have at least watched like Microsoft Bing's announcement with Edge on how their thing works, so that when they could have done their presentation on Wednesday, they had something. They could to go have for. used Microsoft Bing in Ooh, order to get the right answers. That's for the right. Bot. Yep. Okay. A Google spokesman said the error highlighted the importance of a rigorous testing process, something that we're kicking off this week with our tested, our trusted tester program. So essentially what, they're, what they said is we screwed up. Now we're going to have to test it. 
Well, that was your technology fail of the week. Uh, to learn more, you can always visit us at techtimeradio.com and look for that technology of the week. We're going to head out right now for our last commercial break. When we return, we have Mike's mesmerizing moment brought to us by Story Coffee, a Nathan Nugget of the week, and our pick of the day. So sit back, raise a glass. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. How to see a man about a dog. It combines darkly comic short stories, powerful poems, and pulp fiction prose to create a heartbreaking and hilarious journey readers will not soon forget. Read How to See a Man About a Dog, collected writings, for free with Kindle Unlimited. Ebook available on Kindle, print copies available on Amazon the Book Depository, and more. This is Mike's Mesmerizing Moment, presented by Story Coffee. Visit storycoffee.com. All right, so here we go. Our mesmerizing moment in the spirit of Valentine's Day. Before we start out, we're going to read our chat GPT uh, poem that is a poem for an ex. This was with the chat. Write a short Valentine poem to an ex that I work with in the voice of a South Park Cartman character. All right, I don't know who asked for this, but here we go. Hey, X, it's me, Cartman. I'm writing this poem because I'm a big man. I'm over you, but not really. You'll never forgive you for stealing my chili. You may be my ex, but I will still work with you still. And it sucks because you're a big fat pill. But since it's Valentine's Day, I'll send you some love and a big screw you to the guy you're thinking of. So let's be civil and work side by side and try not to let... Our past love divide. For even though you're a big old cow, I'll pretend to like you starting now. Yeah. Okay. So that was ChatGPT yeah. as Cartman. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Appreciate that. <laughs> you why, like don't you, that? why don't you do the 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 Bard one? Uh, the Bard one. Okay. Well, here's here's the last one before we get into your to, to your deal. Okay. The last one we're gonna do is I asked Bing Chat today on Microsoft Edge. We're gonna talk a little bit about this in the Nathan Nugget. Write a short Valentine poems about Google's AI. Application Bard. Bard, you are my valentine. You can write poems that make me shine. You have a way with words, but limited facts. You make me feel notions for all your attacks. (laughs) This is perfect. Isn't this awesome? Bard, Bard, you think you're so smart, but you're nothing but a pile of code and art. You claim to write like Shakespeare and Poe, but your verses are dull and your rhymes are slow. You try to impress with your fancy words, but you're just a copycat of other nerds. You have no soul, no passion, no flair. You're just a tool, a toy. You're software. Wow. Well, there you go. Did you like that uh, one? I like that one better than the one you read before. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, here, here's, your, here, here's your mesmerizing all right, moment. what's my mesmerizing moment? Okay, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, tell us uh, about the worst date you had with the technology application Bumble. We talked about this well, last I, night. I, well, I, we yeah, talked about okay, I, okay. I, Yeah, we talked we talked uh, about this stuff. Okay. Um so you've never done electronic dating. So I, I have not. Th- th- this can be a very frustrating thing. It's, okay. it there's a lot of scammers, you okay. know, there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on. I think women get a lot more crazy stuff than than I do but the craziest one I got was uh a a person texted me which is on the Bumble platform the women have to contact you first okay. and open up the conversation so this woman 
uh, contacted me. Um, and I had written on my thing that I was apolitical. Okay. Which, and because, because I study human behavior, I try to remain as neutral as possible. Okay. Right. So I, I wrote that on my thing. And so she's, you know, she's telling me how she's doing. She's like, Hey, and it was, it seemed like a really nice thing. And I, I asked her out for coffee. Okay. And is that, is that a good old standby for people our age coffee? Uh, that's that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I think that's, I think that's the perfect way to start. Okay. Because I don't like being, I don't like texting. I don't like these. So yeah, my, my goal that. is always to let's sit down and meet. Okay. And see if, see if there's anything interesting from there. So <laughs> I asked her out for coffee. Okay. And she doesn't text me back for like 10 minutes. Okay. And then when she texts me back, she's like, you have apolitical on your, on your profile. What is that? What the hell is that all about? And that's when I knew this was going to be a fun ride. Okay. So then what happened? Within 10 minutes, I went from, hey, do you want to go out for coffee? Yeah. To her telling me that I was a Nazi skinhead. Okay. Who needed to die horribly. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That, that I, 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 it's just one of those interesting things about how belief systems really pile on. In these initial things, okay, it it, it it speaks to what we were talking about earlier about how these scammers are able to get these people to give them money, right? Yeah. So in her in her mind, and I told her, I said, well, I put that on there because I study human behavior and I try to remain neutral, okay. And then she had these wild connections on what that meant, and it, it quickly escalated to this really bizarre outlook. So she immediately, as soon as she called me that, she immediately blocked me. Um, and then once you're blocked, then you're in trouble, right? And once you're blocked, you, you can't, you, you can't, can't, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm like, wow, that was, that was really fun. That was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you never know. Yeah. You never know what you're going so to do. you're a Nazi. You, I, I knew that. I, I could have helped her out earlier with that, right? Yeah, thanks. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> it's just funny how how these connections work in people's brains. And but we do this all the time when we're we're trying to make connections. We as human beings, uh we need other connections. We need human connections. That makes sense. And uh we can quickly make these connections. They're called they're called um para relationships. Through texting, through chatting, uh, it's it's when we talk about uh, these robots. Yep, you know, uh, you have a pair of relationship with. Your, I like my I, my, my Luna. Luna, my Luna. I love the Luna. Yeah, so you have a pair of relationship with that. You have you have imprinted upon this a a sort of quasi relationship. You talk to it. I do it with Alexa, right? So when yep. Alexa tells me something, you always say I thank you to go, it. Go thank you. That's right. Or I, I. Sometimes get angry at my at my uh, app on my car, my yeah. my Google Drive, yeah, my uh, maps. So, so then you'll swear, and then I'll, I'll come swear back at and it. Say, Are and you okay? It, and it no, it it tells me that even though it's a it's a program, it still feels bad. Okay, that I use language like that. So <laughs> all right, well, listen but, right but now. Here's the, but this, that's the thing, right? That's yep. that's the thing. All right, let's go to the Nathan Nugget because this is an interesting Nathan what? Nugget. What? Yep. This is your Nugget of the Week. 
All right. Microsoft is deleting Internet Explorer from your PC today. What? It's been a long time since Microsoft replaced Internet Explorer with Microsoft Edge. Windows 11 made it official by removing the ancient browser completely, but it was still being kept around on Windows 10 until now. Now, Microsoft secretly went back in, not quite, but uh, today, February 14, 2023, is the day when Microsoft will roll out the update to Microsoft Edge that will permanently disable the old Internet Explorer browser in Windows 10 for good. Once the update rolls out on your machine, you will not be able to use the Internet Explorer desktop anymore. But don't you fret, because if you need to use Internet Explorer for any reason, like an older website that doesn't load properly, you can use Microsoft Edge has an IE mode that essentially Microsoft Edge will go and act like Explorer mode, IE mode that can use for older engines to let you browse older websites. Internet Explorer has been dead for a long time, ever since Microsoft released no, Edge no, no. in 2015. No, no. But no. now it will remove On the Valentine's software. Valentine's Day in 2023, they are officially killing Microsoft Edge. Say goodbye. Say Internet goodbye. Explorer. Say goodbye. All right, and now let's move to our pick of the day. And now our pick of the day for our whiskey tastings. Let's see what bubbles to the top. Okay, Mark, what what is our, uh, our whiskey will, again? As I talk about it, have the dark chocolate this time and try the whiskey. We okay. are drinking wow, Calumet. you murdered those chocolates, dude. At Calumet Farm, 16-year mm. bourbon, single rack black citation, 106 proof, and $150 is what we are drinking. Wow. I, I, you, the you chocolate. About the chocolate you feel good about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what, what do you get? Are you giving it a thumbs up? Yeah, I'm giving it a thumbs up. Uh, after after letting it sit out for a minute, that that huge burn that I don't like it went away. It needs the air. Yeah, it needs it needs to sit out for a yeah. Man, I need to have chocolates it with whiskey. Really I've good. never done that before. Oh, good. All right, now, now you got a whole new thing. To, I got to know. I, I got to do a lot of research a, on that. Yeah, you're such that, a lush. To, to, to figure out, you got to pair it with the right bourbon, though. Oh, the whiskey. It, oh, yeah, big difference. Big difference. You don't want to. Do, I usually don't care for it, like with the four roses, which is very floral. The chocolate doesn't really you, you go. Know, you know, he's going to go home and he's going to do it against Canadian Mist. He's going to no, no. You're going <laughs> to no. do it against the birthday cake stuff or the <laughs> no, or the no. peanut butter stuff. No, I won't do that. It has any taste of that? Oh no. My All gosh. right. Well, Mike, uh, Odie, what'd you give that whiskey? Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Okay. Yeah, I didn't like that burn, but you know. All right, I, I, I'm going to give it a thumbs up too. So we got a th- two thumbs two up thumbs from up. us. I'll overrule Odie. Thumbs up. Oh, there you go. Three <laughs> to three to one. Okay. Well, we're about out of time. We want to thank our listeners for joining the program. Uh, we want to hear from you. So visit techtimeradio.com and click on Be a Caller. Ask us a question about technology in our talk back section. And we'll actually record that and put it on the air and let you know when that comes up. So you can listen to our answer. You can also sign up for our newsletter and stay up to date on technology. Well, guys, did you have a good show today? Valentine's Day, are we all okay? Sure. Sure? Okay. We love everybody. We love everybody in here? Okay, we can't wait to go to Applebee's after us. All right. (laughs) (laughs) One in the 60s. It was a summer of love. Summer Summer of love. love. It was an honor to be our host on today's show. I wish you a great week. And remember, the science of tomorrow starts with the technology of today. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Tech Time Radio. We hope that you had a chance to have that hmm moment today in technology. The fun doesn't stop there. We recommend that you go to techtimeradio.com and join our fan list. 
for the most important aspect of staying connected and winning some really great monthly prizes. We also have a few other ways to stay connected, including subscribing to our podcast on any podcast service from Apple to Google and everything in between. We're also on YouTube. So check us out on youtube.com slash techtimeradio, all one word. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did making it for you. From all of us at Tech Time Radio, remember, mum's the word. Have a safe and fantastic week.